I'm Clyde Lewis, and you're about to listen to a sample of today's Ground Zero show. If you'd like to hear the podcast in its entirety, sign up at Aftermath.media. You're listening to Ground Zero. I'm your host, Kristan T. Harris. Filling in for Clyde Lewis. If you'd like to support Clyde Lewis, please become a member of Aftermath.media. It's Ground Zero's exclusive digital playground, which includes archive shows, documents, videos, magazines, books, webinars, and chat room, and so much more. So sign up now. Support independent media. We're 100% funded by you guys. Tonight's show is brought to you by Aftermath.media. Make sure you guys go and check it out. To call into tonight's show, 503-225-0860, 503-225-0860. And we have a great broadcast for you guys tonight. Don't go anywhere. We're going to be covering the topic of giant human skeletons. It's a fascinating topic that has really captivated not only me and other experts, but people across the world talking about, was there a race of giants at one time? We have guests joining us tonight. Jim Vera from In Search of the Lost Giants, the megalithic maniac himself. Hugh Newman will be joining us. Brad Olson also will be joining us. Many great guests tonight. And we have the lines open for you guys tonight. And I'm really excited about tonight's broadcast because it's one of those topics that I've been researching for many, many years. And our guest tonight that will be joining us here in the first hour, I met because of my research into giant human skeletons. One of my favorite things to do as a reporter is to go and just kind of lollygag into the Library of Congress and research interesting stories that happened maybe in history 100 years ago, 150 years ago. And upon this, I discovered some bizarre stories about giant human skeletons. And at this time, I was blogging for uh, citynow.com, which is a branch of our journal Sentinel Online currently, and became the number one traffic blogger in the United States uh, on CityNow. And one of the articles I, well, many of the articles I started to write about were these old newspaper articles popping up talking about giant human skeletons being discovered across not just the United States, but all across the world. And then I found that there's this huge folklore and mythology surrounding the topic, and there's other people interested in it. When one of the articles I wrote was uh, called Fairy Tale Giants Are Real, says science, and there was literally a whole scientific synopsis written up in a newspaper about skeletons and how giant human skeletons and fairy tale giants were real makes you wonder about the folklore right uh there's so much different folklore surrounding giant humans uh in history including fee-fi-fo-fum they're gonna put you in a pot and cook you that they were cannibals we learned this from the books of Enoch, where it talks about uh, the fallen angels allegedly mating with our women and bringing forth giants and that their hunger was unquenchable. And then they were looking at little men and they were like, yum, yum, yum. Let's pop in some snacks and eat some humans and cannibalism. Right. It's in indigenous cultures. It's in Mexican cultures. It's in South American cultures. It's in African cultures. It's in uh, the, the Bible for religious cultures. Think about Og or uh, even um, David and Goliath. It's it's saturated in our history. It's saturated in our mythology and our legends. But now science, the Smithsonian, and researchers refute a lot of this original research and claim that man has never been 
taller than eight foot 11. Along this journey, I got an email, a really interesting email from a guy that is joining us here in just a moment. His name is Jim Vieira. Jim emailed me and he's like, you know what? I've been doing a lot of research on these giant human skeletons as well. And I found the Library of Congress and been researching these and looking up film and everything else as far as diving deep into it and being able to verify scientists, Smithsonian experts and things that were credited in newspapers as finding huge giant skeletons. Now, you're asking some people ask, well, how tall were these things? I found newspaper reports from Mexico City reporting giants as tall as 32 feet tall. You know how tall, 32 feet tall? That's three stories tall. Uh, But more realistically, in a lot of these indigenous effigy mounds, they found human skeletons between, you know, nine and 15 feet tall. It's a fascinating story. It's captivating. And it's something that a lot of us want to know the answer to. What happened to these giant human skeletons? Where did they go amongst everything else? Did they really exist? Joining us is expert Jim Vera, he, him and Hugh Newman. They're authors of Giants on Record, America's Hidden History, Secret in the Mounds, and the Smithsonian Files. Welcome to the broadcast. Welcome to Ground Zero. How are you guys doing tonight? How are you doing, Jim? Uh, good. Thanks, Christine. Thanks for having me. And we also have Hugh Newman. Hugh, how are you doing tonight? Uh, I'm pretty good. Thanks, Kristen. How are you? Good, man. Hugh, you know, we hung out. I got to bond with you for a weekend. I'm glad I finally got to meet you guys as being, quote, giantologists, end quote. But I guess I got to ask, we'll start with you, Jim. How did you get interested in all this? Uh, Yeah, actually, it was kind of a tangential experience. I was reading through town and county histories looking for Native American stonework in New England, uh, existing when the colonists showed up, because I was studying um, stone structures around the woods here. <clears throat> Excuse me. And I started to find you know, serpent effigies and turtle effigies that obviously didn't appear colonial. So by virtue of that, I read through thousands and thousands of pages, and I started to stumble across uh, these accounts by professionals, doctors, doctors, uh, the heads of institutions all around New England of absolutely massive skeletons with bizarre in uh, beyond coincidental anatomic anomalies like massive jaws, double rows of teeth. And I, you know, spread out my research all across the country, found a similar thing, ran into Hugh at a conference, and we had both had a, a real passion for the subject that was very interesting because <clears throat> within the historical record, it basically dovetails with the oral and written traditions uh, of the entire globe, including isolated Pacific Islands and Australia. You can't name a continent or a place that doesn't have uh, giant hands and feet uh, in their rock art or legends of giants. Uh, you know, it, it's it's completely ubiquitous. So that's how I got into it. And uh, ever since, you know, I will say uh, nobody has a time machine that archaeology, anthropology, geology, it's not the same as the incontrovertible science that makes your cell phone run. They're all educated guesses. And Jim, consensus in science can be like a cult. And yeah, Jim, hang in there. Yep. We're heading to commercial break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. We're talking giants with Jim Vera and Hugh Newman. What a great broadcast. It's going to be exciting. 503-225-0860. Check out Aftermath.media. Support us. Get into the chat. We'll see you guys after this break. 
You just listened to a segment of Ground Zero. If you'd like to hear previous shows along with having access to our online library and social media platform, sign up now at Aftermath.media. It's only $10 a month, and there's also yearly specials to fit your budget. Again, go to Aftermath.media. I'm Clyde Lewis, and thank you for supporting Ground Zero.